You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 170 of Take a Bow. I'm your host, Eli Tokash, and this week we have such an exciting episode for you folks. I am already in love with this episode. I made three new friends this week, y'all. Um, that's very rare. Uh, and actually, I don't know if we've ever actually had three people on like in a, an actual episode, like besides the red carpets, I'm saying. Um, but awesome, awesome episode coming at you. Uh, if you're a fan of Parade, um, or if you want to know what it's like just to be like a young adult on Broadway, this is the perfect episode for you all. All of us were under 20, uh, and we we just had so much fun chit-chatting and, and talking Broadway and what it's like to perform, and uh, also being in like Broadway's most popular show right now. It won Best Revival at this year's Tony Award with Parade. Uh, we have Sophia Manicone, we have Aaron Rose Doyle, and we have Charlie Webb on the podcast today. Uh, just an absolute blast. All of them are so freaking talented, and I can't wait to continue to see what they do in this industry because they are going to be around for quite some time. I already know it, um, but it's going to be great. And so before we turn it over to our interview and talking all things Parade and what it's like before it ends, it closes this Sunday. So we can kind of reminisce with them. Before we do that, we got to talk about some Broadway news. There's a couple things to announce this week. We're very excited to announce that two Broadway shows are coming to Broadway. It was announced. Um, and one being one of my favorites, so I'm very excited for this announcement. Uh, the Notebook will be opening on Broadway March 14th, with previews beginning on February 6th of 2024. It's opening up the Schoenfeld Theater. Uh, it obviously had a great out-of-town run Um this last year I, I don't think it was this year um but last year and um you know it, john cardoza was the lead in the show and joy woods was also the the leading lady in the show and so uh john obviously came on and talked a little bit about the show with us so uh very exciting news uh and i'm so excited to see this on broadway and i hope that john is eventually going to be playing it on broadway because he deserves to be here back on broadway very exciting stuff and then of course spam a lot it was announced is also coming back to it well yeah it is coming back to broadway and it's going to be at the saint james theater starting november 16th with previews beginning october 31st i mean come on halloween opening night on broadway literally sign me up i'm obsessed so excited for it i'm interested to see what this means because I was able to see Spamalot at the Kennedy Center uh, when they did it um, 
with like Alex Brightman and James Monroe Iglehart and Leslie Kritzer and Rob McClure. It was like this incredible cast. And so I'm curious to see what they do with that cast, if they bring it along, or um, I'm just excited. I'm interested to see what this means for Alex Brightman in, in general um, to see, because obviously he's in The Shark is Broken at the moment. Um, and that's the show about the making of Jaws. And that's currently running. And I don't believe it's a limited run. Um, maybe his run with the show will now be limited due to Spamlock uh, announcement. But it, it is, um, it, you know, the opening, I guess the previews is October 31st. So that's like two months. Yeah, like I don't, I'm curious to see what that means for both Alex Brightman and The Shark is Broken to see what happens there. Um, but I, I assume we will get that somewhat in the near future uh we'll probably have to get the casting announcement by september because they'll have to start rehearsals at the beginning of october so um very interested to see and something we'll keep an eye on obviously alex brightman take about family member we love to see that and uh yeah uh moving on izzy mccullough is going to be joining shucked on september 8th which is super exciting we love izzy mccullough um, and she's going to be taking over for Caroline Innerbickler, uh, who's playing her final performance on September 3rd. So Izzy will be stepping into the role of Maisie, the lead, in uh, on September 8th. So very exciting stuff there and shocked. We have some fun shocked announcements lately with Colin Cunliffe. Uh, he was an ensemble member that joined the show, um, who I was in Pippin and Finding Neverland with. I was in both of them with him. Uh, so love the love the connections and the casting announcements lately out of shocked. Uh, um, I also want to shout out to Alicia Thomas, who went on for Cinderella this week, literally yesterday, um, in Once Upon a One More Time, which was last week's um, episode. It was literally basically all about Once Upon a One More Time, and Talisha Thomas and Nathan Levy was our guest live at Broadway Con, so it was super fun. Um, and she was kind of talking about, she totally forgot that she understudied Cinderella, and then this week she was on for Cinderella. It was kind of crazy how it all worked out, uh, but so thrilled for her. Cinderella is literally the lead in the show, um, so I'm so proud of her to be taking the final bow of a Broadway show. Like That's so crazy and so much fun. So huge shout out to Celicia. Um, I love her, and she deserves it all. So shout out to everyone. And I also wanted to wish everyone good health, sending all the positive love vibes, healing all the things over to the Once Upon a One More Time cast and company over there because they are dealing with COVID, they're dealing with injuries, they're dealing with all sorts of things. They had a, uh, their Wednesday night performance was canceled this week due to the lack of bodies that were able to just do the show. So uh, craziness is happening over there, but Celicia and the swings and understudies are really holding down the fort. And uh, we're so, so happy for all of them. So, yay. Um, and I also want to mention, the last thing I'll mention is the officially Happy Trails to New York, New York, and Grey House, who played their final performance this past Sunday on Broadway, and in an early Happy Trails to Parade, who plays their final performance this Sunday. Hence why I wanted to push this week's episode back a day to honor this incredible show and its honestly monumental run after a flop of the original production and such success with the revival so i really wanted to honor the show and i'm so thrilled that we were able to do it thank you all for listening to this on a friday and with that being said i think we should just turn it over to this episode with all of our fabulous uh young adult performers here let's do it so without further ado sophia manicone aaron rose doyle and charlie webb curtain up 
Today, we are joined by three young stars who will be seeing around the block on Broadway for quite some time now. These three breakout stars have all made their Broadway debut in Parade, which closes this Sunday, August 6th. And, uh, you know, I guess they wanted to take 10 bows this week as their final week has nine shows, which is ridiculous. Uh, but everyone, please welcome me in joining Take a Bow, Aaron Rose Doyle, Sophia Manicone, and Charlie Webb. Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> Did I pronounce any of your names right? I just want to make sure. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Charlie, yours is the easiest, so I figured I had yours. But uh, yeah, everyone else, <laughs> thank you for that. Um, I'm so bad with names. But uh, no, this is so exciting. I love Parade. I was able to cover your guys' opening nights and meet you very briefly there. Um, and then I finally went to go see it a couple weeks ago because I had been on here. And uh, y'all just killed it. You know, you you guys are doing such amazing work. So I can't wait to talk to you about your journey with the show and your performance in this beautiful story and show. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, the way I usually like to start these, though, uh, is I like to start from the beginning and ask, you know, how did we get here? How did we get to Broadway? What inspired y'all? to want to like perform and tell these stories. Sophia or Erin, you go first. Charlie, you go last. We'll let the ladies go first. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Um, I started theater when I was four. My dad got me into it and my sister and I did it ever since we were younger together. And I did it in all through middle school, all through high school. And I just fell in love with it. I love telling stories and I love like meeting people and just stepping into another person's shoes. I think that's so interesting. And I just decided to send in a self tape for an open call one day and I got city center and then here we are. <laughs> yeah. And what about you, Sophia? Um, so for me, I actually got into theater because I was super shy in elementary school and I had a teacher talk to my parents and suggest that I, I try theater or something to get out of my shell and feel more comfortable like speaking publicly. And um, so I started in second grade. I did like a theater camp and I ended up just really loving it. It really helped me like grow my confidence as a person. And um, I started doing different community theater things and I started working professionally in the DC area when I was 10 um, and just kept going with that. And, you know, kind of the same old thing, sent in a tape, didn't expect it to really go anywhere. And here I am. <laughs> Incredible. What about you, Thanks. Charlie? Uh, yeah, so at a young age, I didn't do theater. Uh, I played a lot of sports, but my uh, my two sisters, they kind of, they wanted me to audition for like the school play, and uh, <laughs> I think I think I was like Scarecrow number three in yeah. Wizard of Oz, <laughs> and like fifth grade, and I I loved it. It was like so nerve wracking, but also so rewarding at the same time. And like Aaron said, I I think that telling stories and, and getting people to like, at that age, just like watch me. I was just like, oh my God, this is so fun. Um, I did it in high school and then I eventually, I, I quit sports altogether and I started auditioning for uh, college programs. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I got into a few and uh, the place that I just really found was a good fit for me was University of Oklahoma. So I went for a year and a half wow. and uh, City Center had already happened. And uh, my good friend, Brody Grant, who I grew up with like in Georgia, or we're kind of different ages, but we grew up around kind of the same people. 
uh, he ended up leaving to go do Outsiders, obviously. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, there was a spot that kind of opened up, and I did a workshop with Douglas Lyons. Oh my uh, God! Who's another King. wonderful member of our show? I did a, a workshop with him like three years prior, and um, yeah, it was it was a, a fun uh, you know workshop of a musical called Bo. But I did that, and then like he remembered me from that, and then. You know, three years later, uh, they were looking for replacements for for Brody, and uh, he kind of threw my name in the hat. And uh, I sent in an audition, and then Michael and the team asked me to come and you know audition at uh, the MCC Theater, the Off Broadway Theater. Oh here. yeah. And then um, yeah, and then I got a call from Michael, and it was like it was wonderful, <laughs> but it was like super quick. I think the turnaround was like like it all happened within like. 10 to 15 days it was crazy really <laughs> yeah. holy moly uh, i mean that's the beauty of of i don't know i guess it's a blessing and a curse at times with this social media and this new like way to audition i guess with these self tapes <laughs> because you know all of us are, are none of us are from are from the new york area or were in new york when we booked our first broadway show and so like anyone listening to this and following your guys's journey or the show of parade or whatever uh you know they realize that they don't have to be in new york to make it to broadway even though it may seem like it's so far away um which i i, I get, that's the same thing like me like i was from west virginia you know playing sports and then I somehow got a call to come to New York and audition. And I was just like, what am I doing? So, um, you know, it, it's not, it's possible. The dreams, it, it's in reach. Um, so it's great to see how everyone had these different stories between uh, dropping out of school, becoming out of their shell and, and airing just your love for theater from your like family. It's so cool to hear all the different stories and everything. Well, um, here we are today. Congrats, everyone. We're on Broadway. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, you you guys have been with the show now for, for quite some time and you are performing with these stars. So I'm curious to you, like, you know, what has it been like what has it meant to you to make your broadway debut and not only make your broadway debut but also make it in a show that means so much to so many and you're in a cast with ben platt and michaela diamond and you're being directed by michael arden i mean that's not just gonna happen every day what's it been like for you I mean, it's it's been everything. Um, I definitely did not expect this to happen anywhere in the near future. Like right before I sent in the tape, I kind of came to the conclusion that I wasn't going to do theater anymore. I just my love had kind of died because of like toxic theater environment, you know, high school. It's just yeah. I thought that it wouldn't be a place for me. And then all of a sudden I was making my Broadway debut and <laughs> getting into my dream college for my dream program. and. It's just, it's really reassuring that no matter like what life throws at you, you're gonna end up where you're gonna end up yeah. and it's gonna be great. And just with these people, it's insane. Like seeing them every day, especially yeah. like my favorite musical for the past few years has been Bright Star and having Paul Alexander Nolan in oh the cast is okay. absolutely insane. <laughs> I think yeah. I fangirl over him more than anybody else in the cast. <laughs> it's bad. He doesn't deserve it. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just insane. Like I, I grew up on Broadway and now that I have, now I have like people seeing me at stage door and DMing me saying that they're growing up with me to look at, at, look yeah. at. and it's just, 
insane but such a beautiful full circle moment for me and it just it just warms my heart every time i step on that stage and then go out the stage (laughs) i love that so beautiful yeah sure uh it's totally just been such a dream come true you know um we've had the privilege of working with such an amazing creative team um and they really made it just such a a big part of the process um like the historical like aspects of the show and um we're just so aware of like the impact our show has and i think it's so special to make your broadway debut in such a meaningful piece um just seeing all the people out there who are so affected and inspired by our show has been so special um and another one of the really like special parts of this has been getting to watch the cast every night. Um, You've seen it, but a lot of us sit on stage the entire time and we get to just watch these amazing people do their work, like Michaela and Ben and Paul, and like seeing how they do the show every night is so inspiring. And I feel like it's just really the best learning experience. There's no better way to learn than by doing something and watching something every night. So it's really just been, so unbelievable i have moments all the time where i'm like oh my gosh am i really here right now is this really happening i'm just so grateful to um to be here and to be making a difference through art i think that's one of the the best things about theater as an art form it really can impact people and it can really make a change absolutely Charlie, do you have anything to add? I know we keep making you go last, but... No, no, no. I just, I want to almost second, like, everything. I, I feel super lucky and grateful to be in the position that we're in just because, yeah, I do feel like our story is a lot more meaningful, um, and it, it really does pack more of a punch, and there's more of a message to be uh, taken, I guess, like, when watching our story compared to, like, some of the other, like, really fun shows there are going on. Yeah. Um, but I would also say, especially talking with uh, some of the, the older cast um, and, you know, their careers have been crazy and wild. Uh, the direction that Michael has, like, given us and the family aspect of our cast is unlike any other. And it's, it's like, talked about almost as if, like, um, like every single, like, place you go after this, like, you know, keep parade in mind, like, almost like keep this family oriented kind of like structure in mind. Cause like every cast needs this type of like family. And um, I just remember day one, like that was, that was intended. And that was, mm. that was meant to be because Michael was so straightforward and what he wanted uh, w- with the story specifically, but also with like the cast and us just being like friends, but closer than friends, you know, uh, mm. a family. So, I mean, like even before we started, we would have these like groups where we would, walk in uh, to the room before we even like start rehearsal and he's like all right everyone like say something negative say something positive and we're just gonna all breathe together and it's all just energy like nothing matters like in this space like just you know say something good say something bad and i remember that's how we started every single rehearsal whenever we were doing this and it really just like it it felt like it wasn't uh it made it less scary for sure and less stressful but i i uh that's like one of my favorite i know like we're gonna start talking about our favorite moments but i will have to say like i love the aspect of just being a family and i i don't think uh, i'll ever forget it yeah well i think that's something that is very prevalent on stage as an audience member i i feel like you could totally see 
your guys' chemistry and relationships that you have. And I've, I've been very vocal on here saying how important that is, not only for an actor's performance, but to tell the story. I mean, Aaron, you're in Jake's relationship. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see your performance. Charlie is Frankie. Uh, congrats, by the way, on that. Um, yeah, stop it. Um, no, but you're in Aaron's, uh, you're in Jake's relationship on stage is so special and you can tell that there's work there and it's not just two actors just coming together meeting for the first time doing a show you know like like it's not that there's so much there and and it truly helps an audience member be like oh yeah like we are in a world that exists you know like there are relationships here there are backstories there's things that have happened in their past you know like you can tell that that is very the work has been done and, and yeah. set into place and it, it's truly beautiful so congrats to you guys on that because uh, it's really well done um, I mean, I hate to get sad. Yeah, of course. I hate to get sad and, and ask, uh, you know, about, uh, I don't know, <laughs> about what it's like to be like a human on Broadway, the, the human aspect of it. You know, I mentioned that none of us, you're, none of you guys are from New York uh, and you kind of left home, whether it's your siblings, if you have any siblings, pets, whatever. Is there any moments that you're ever like homesick or there's moments where you're just like, wow, like I miss my friends or I just need my mom tonight. Like, I don't know, like as a young adult performer on Broadway, do you ever have those moments? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, yeah, totally. I, um, so for me, I was halfway through my senior year, and I moved up here. I'm living alone, yeah. um, doing the thing, and there are definitely days when I, I miss being home, especially all the end of senior year things, like all the prom pictures and all that. I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I was with my friends from home right now, but uh, at the same time, I just have to remember like what a special experience I'm having, and um, you know, I think that, that that's part of something that any young adult goes through, whether you're moving to work or you're moving to go to school, you're going to experience like a little bit of, um, you know, a shift. And, uh, you know, it's definitely different being in a big city, but I've been able to find places that feel like home, like going to Central Park or finding like the cute little coffee shops where it's like quiet and the barista knows you like just little things like that. You find your community. Um, schedule those FaceTime calls. My little sister and I Snapchat with stupid filters all day and like, that's enough for us. Um, and actually one of my cats from home moved up here with me. So now I have Mumford, he's like down there. Stop it, oh, is he is Mumford? There he is. 
Mumford. He's a sweetheart, and I've loved having him with me. <laughs> so yeah, just you find ways to to make your new home feel like your old home, and like before you know it, you just settle in and you find your place. Yeah. Try yeah. To, I, oh, yeah. Go for it, Eric. No, Eric you go. You go. No, Charlie, you're not going last this time. Go, Charlie. Gosh. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a little tough just because of how quick the turnaround was. And, like, being from Atlanta, I went and lived in Oklahoma. And there's nothing in Oklahoma. And then moving here, <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of people, like, my age at least that I, like, that I, I know and I, I know a lot of people that have graduated from like different colleges and they're living like in the same area that I am like right now they're like mm. 24 25 and I'm just 20 so it's like right. it's a little difficult to like you know adjust and I, I do miss like my family my mom I miss my dogs so much real but also like performing it's like you know everyone's schedules are so flip-flopped so if you're if you're like buddy or a friend has like a day job and they're working all day and you're free all day and then like you have to perform at night and they're not free at night it's like it is a little sucky it does get isolating i i've been yeah i like first when i first came here i lived in central harlem for a month and then i like knew nobody and then i went and lived on the upper west side for like two months and then now i'm living in hamilton heights for like i've been here for the past two and a half and it's been fun moving around, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's been crazy. And I do get homesick for sure, yeah. but it doesn't take away, that doesn't take away from the experience. I think if anything, it makes the experience more rich, uh, getting to come here and have an almost like a new family and having yeah. a new environment to, to come into. And it makes it like, yeah, it makes it more like fulfilling for me at least. Um, but I am I'm excited to, you know, head home and like see the family for sure. So is that the plan? You're heading back to Georgia or, or are you going I have, to school? I, uh, I have a couple of workshops like right after this that I'll be working on. And then it's yeah, it's family time. But um, I guess this is the first time I'm like, say, yeah, saying this. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going back to school. I'm actually dropping out. Good for you. Good for you. You're doing the thing. You're good. Uh, Aaron, <laughs> go for it. Uh, I left senior year early as well. I closed my senior year musical, Mary Poppins, on a Saturday. And then I moved up here on a Sunday and rehearsal started on a Monday. So I never, I didn't get a chance to like say my goodbyes to my friends. I like, my last scene in Mary Poppins was like saying goodbye to Bert and my best friend was playing Bert. So it was kind of like, that was like my goodbye to him and just like, quickly moving up here so i do i'm like i wish i could have said i wish i had like two days to like say bye to people but like i'll facetime them and i'm excited to see them in a couple days which is insane but i mean i moved up here with my sister because i was 17 when i moved up here and being from houston texas and moving to new york city my mom was like you're not going alone you need somebody so my sister took um, a semester online because she's a junior at oklahoma state so she came up and she's living with me which is great having somebody here but my mom comes up like once a month and like i facetime my friends and now like all of my family is coming in town since it's closing but i i do i do get homesick i miss i miss just getting in my car and like picking up dutch bros and like just like driving around and like saying hey to friends and just all that but i wouldn't change this experience for the world 
Is this kind of like a rehearsal, like low key for college? You, you know, I know you guys are going to be in New York for college, so totally right. That's a yeah. good, it's a good little, uh, I don't know, taste of a sneak peek or whatever. Um, I love it. I, good for you guys. Congrats to all of you. I mean, we're going to. We're, is it okay if I say we're gonna be at all at Pace? Except Charlie. Yeah. Charlie, you're always welcome to come to Pace yeah, too. <laughs> you're always welcome, uh, and you always have a place to stay. Just so you know, too. It, Thank you. Wanna, yeah, of course. Still be up here. Yeah. So real. Um, <laughs> craziness. Um, so. I, I'm curious to ask you guys, like, on the topic of being homesick and, and, and kind of navigating this whole, like, adulthood and performing on Broadway, um, does it kind of, like, help your performance in any way to kind of deal with those emotions and kind of use that on stage? I know there are challenging times in the show where you have to, you know, cry or whatever it may be. And I, is it helpful to have those human emotions just kind of right there that you can lean on some shows? Definitely. Um, <laughs> every time, I mean, we, I, we've all gone through like rough times during, during this like six and a half month process. But what I love is that every time, like, cause I'm one of the only people that are off stage for the majority of the show, because just to like, um, highlight the fact that Mary is like no longer with us. And so it became very, very secluded for, uh, there was like a month long where it, it felt like I was like in my own little world. I was like in a completely different show than anybody else. But I remember I had a few people come up to me cause they would notice and specifically like Michaela, Kelly and Sean would like see me kind of silently suffering and they'd come up to me. They wouldn't ask what's wrong. They'd just look at me and say, use it. And wow. that's what I started doing, even though like nothing that Mary does is very emotional. Um, but I would use it for energy. I would use it for just anything, whether it be positive energy or negative energy. And so in my head, when I'm having a rough day, I just have them in the back of my mind, just telling me to use it and it works. And I push through. <laughs> hey, that's, that's all you can do, right? Um, <laughs> exactly. Any, anyone else want to add on to that? I can, I can speak f just for myself. I think, um, I think for me personally, I think meshing my personal uh, feelings and emotions with like my work can get a little messy just because like, um, mm. I don't think I have enough structure to like, uh, if I did like mix them, I wouldn't really know how to separate them after the show. So I think like before every show, I do try to get into a different headspace where that like, I am becoming someone else like on stage, obviously aware that I am an actor and that I am like, you know, portraying uh, someone who is most likely real and like telling a story to an audience in no way, shape or form am I like actually becoming the character. But I think like, in that sense, like transforming into like a different headspace, it helps me become more aggressive when there's a, a kind of a aggressive scenes or more emotional when um, I don't necessarily want to think of any personal experience or pull from it a personal experience um, to like to cry or to to feel angry or to feel sad. I, I really try to like feel what's in the moment. And if that doesn't happen one night, I think like it's fun to explore like what else I'm feeling. So if I'm not feeling angry in a particular moment, um, but I'm feeling sad in a particular moment, using that to drive like something 
Um, but yeah, that's just like me and my preference and everyone works differently. And sure. some of the best actors, I, I feel like use their own uh, philosophy and like uh, maintaining their like mental health and also like their their work schedule. So I think, or their workload with like how their character thinks and acts and stuff like that. But definitely I, I try to keep them separate so that I don't have a lot of conflict, uh, mm. especially after the show is done, just because it is so heavy and I do have to get so angry. But I, that's just my for like my characters because I do have to like do some pretty heinous things. <laughs> so, <Totally>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I find that I, I would have a more similar experience to Charlie. Like I think like de-rolling is really important for me and that's easier for me if I don't um, mix things together, just like playing a character that you know, says some not great things and does some not great things. Like I like to just approach it from the character instead of bringing my own stuff into it. Um, and that's just like what I found works for me um, in terms of like doing this for a long period of time, like staying healthy and like mentally happy, just being able to step in and step out and have two separate things. Um, but yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. I, just wanted to, I was just curious because, you know, it is a yeah, totally. show, you know, it, it happens. Um, but I, I'm on it. I'm with Aaron, personally. I, I definitely would use a lot of my emotions into helping me cry every night because, um, you know, it just wasn't coming otherwise. Um, <laughs> it, it'd be like that, though. Guys, we're, we're so happy, but there are times where we have to be so depressed on stage and it's so sad. Um, Bobby's heart. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so I, now I have like, okay, this whole like round table thing discussion, I'm, I'm loving it, but I have some individual questions for, for you guys uh, to, to make things easier. Um, so I, I don't know. I guess we'll start out with Charlie, just because we've been making him never go first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll start out with Charlie. And I guess, I mean, honestly, like you have some, you have like one of the coolest like roles, I don't know, on Broadway right now, if you ask me, because you literally open the show. Like you open a show with Ben Platt and Kayla Diamond and you like steal it as soon as the curtain like opens. And, or, well, I guess the curtain doesn't open. You just walk on stage and it's epic. <laughs> um, so I, I just want to ask like, you know, opening night is like insane and you have all these famous people there and the crowd is going wild. Um, what was it like to like, literally open reopen parade on broadway that was like i i seriously like don't remember half of it because <laughs> i was just like so nervous and i remember oh god there were so many people and i just like i'm like peeking outside of my dressing room and i'm like oh my god that's jeremy jordan <laughs> it's, just, oh my, like, literally. <laughs> it's just it's crazy to be able to even like be in the same room as these like wonderful wonderfully creative people but to perform for them to tell them a story was just like yeah. beyond me and i couldn't really like comprehend that i remember like definitely like swallowing air like midway through the song i was like oh that and I'm just like trying to get through it because like i just was freaking out i at the end of that show um i really thought like the first preview was going to get to me yeah. But opening night, uh, the end of that show, it was just like, I, I couldn't believe I was there and I felt super lucky. And uh, there was just, just tears, just, you know, 
yeah going forever uh but like yeah i was like that was the most nervous i think i've ever been uh, i definitely had to like have some people like hit me on my cheeks right. and just be like, <laughs> like charlie it's okay you're gonna do it you're gonna be able to do it but um i seriously like um i don't know like i i don't i feel like i wouldn't have been able to like i don't know uh really do it without like the whole family aspect that's what i'm saying I, everyone was so supportive and just they knew it was like my first time like ever being on broadway and also like they were just being super sweet and everyone sent really sweet messages and oh. it was it was great yeah yeah that helps right um yeah. are you you know doing anything to prepare yourself for the final show uh, and so that you're not walking on stage already sobbing <laughs> i think i'm really just gonna try to enjoy it and yeah. um especially like when i i had the opportunity to go on as, as frankie i got to do it twice and the first time like again i was so nervous because it was so new but like the second time i was just like you know this is this is probably this this moment will never happen again and like i just want to uh, enjoy it and uh just have fun and also just like make memories and just feel and so like i tried my best to just be present and that made it more fun and i think like for the final show i'm just really gonna try to live in it um and just i don't know really try to notice things i've never really noticed before but also just like i don't know do it to the best of my capability because it will feel like closing you know like opening yeah. didn't really f i don't know or maybe it won't i don't know we haven't gotten there yet <laughs> um i'm just yeah i'm uh i'm really excited but i'm also i i am gonna be like tearing up in like every scene so sure. yeah <laughs> it's hard not to think like during it like oh this is the last time i'm gonna do this and this is the last yeah time that's what i was thinking i was like this is gonna be the last time that i'm ever like looking at this person in this scene right. and like it's yeah so it's so hard not to think it. Um, I, I gotta ask Aaron, is it okay before I ask to talk about um, the time you ended up in the hospital during the run? Yeah, no, yeah, totally. Okay, great. Because I, I just need to, to ask you about it and I need you, I need someone to come on here and just talk to me about the importance, I guess, of, of you know, keeping your taking care of yourself your mind your body your voice all the things um so yeah t talk to me about this time where uh, in you ended up in the hospital during the run yeah no it was insane so i mean i had a little tiny health scare in april on the 110th anniversary of mary fagan's death actually which was oh insane timing i just had like a random allergic reaction to something we don't know what and i thought that would be it however with my luck it wasn't um two weeks ago after playing softball for two hours ish at central park i do not remember coming home to my apartment all i remember is being on my bedroom floor and my sister standing over me saying mm. we need to go to the hospital and i was so confused and so disoriented um so I went to the I went to urgent care and I told them that I had a sore throat. I don't know why that mattered, but I was like, yeah, my throat hurts. So they heard that and tested me for strep, mono, flu and COVID. But when they tried to test me for mono, you have to prick a finger or give blood. Yeah. They pricked three of my fingers and no blood was being produced at all. 
my tongue was completely dry. No tears were being produced. I like was not producing any form of liquid, which was terrifying. And my mom is on a plane. Like she oh like I can't get in contact with her. She's on a connecting flight coming from Texas, which luckily was already planned. And so they and then my fever spiked to 103.5 which was terrifying. They couldn't figure out what was wrong, so they sent me on my way. I came home and my fever got down to 99 and then spiked right back up to 103. Went to the hospital, got tested again, still wasn't producing blood, still wasn't producing tears. And they just kept me there for like five hours just to make sure I was okay. And I was so lucky to have so much support from family, from the cast, from other friends just in the city, from different shows and different paths of life. But it was terrifying. It's my first New York summer and being from Texas, I am used to terrible heat, but there, there is something different about New York heat because of all the pavement and there's not a lot of grass to soak up the heat. So it was, it was terrifying and now I have I am I'm also celiac, but I'm very sensitive celiac, so I could I can't have Gatorade or like Powerade or liquid oh, IV. Wow. So we went like searching for like Pedialyte because that's gluten free and like other drinks to just like get something in me. Right. And I remember the stage managers, our lovely stage managers, Justin, Anita and Sarah they're like, Aaron, you can stay home another show. Like, on, right. like, honestly, we're asking you to stay home from another show. For me being the stubborn Southerner that I am and it being my Broadway debut, I was like, no, I'm only missing one show for this. But I felt so taken care of from the cast and... Um. And now, like, I have all these, like, different techniques to, like, kind of check in with my body. Like, today I was my first day back at softball, and I just, like, kept, like, breathing through it and, like, drinking a lot of water and just kind of checking in with myself and not pushing myself too hard because we already push ourselves on stage every right. day. But so now I'm, like, really – I'm getting good at just, like, checking in and – I know that I have such a great community here. People were offering to come to the hospital with me, like uh, the adults in the past. So I had a type of parent there because all the adults are kind of like our parents. But right. I mean, I felt so safe yet so scared at the same time. Yeah. I but I'm here. It's okay. We're all good. We're now. so glad you're feeling better. And, and I mean, unfortunately, I, I guess they didn't figure out what exactly was wrong but hopefully it never happens again fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> but it is so important to like check in with yourself and, yeah. and and see you know where am i today like where's my voice where's my body where's my mind like where am i like <laughs> do i want to stay in bed all day um then there are days where it's like yeah you do uh, <laughs> and and it's like it's hard to like be like oh no i can't let myself but sometimes your body's trying to communicate things and it's so important because our jobs are really to go out every night and give 100 percent and like tell a story of like what we can do um and sometimes we can't give 100 percent, and uh that's okay but it, it's so important to really understand that and understand 
yourself as like a performer, a human, an instrument, all the things. Yeah. Um, well, craziness, but so glad that, uh, you know, you're feeling better and it hasn't <laughs> happened since. So not good. Um, great. Yeah. Cause it's crazy, especially like this week, you know, y'all have nine shows. Like that's not a thing that happens on Broadway. Eight shows is crazy enough. Like you're doing nine and six days. Like what? Um, so good for you guys and, and i hope that you all are are definitely taking care of yourself especially this week with the closing and everything it's just so much added you know craziness going on um including this so <laughs> thanks for doing this <laughs> um the next one is is for sophia and aaron um you guys have both been with the show since new york city center um, and Sophia, you can answer this one first since we just chatted with Aaron a little bit. Um, so I, I've got to ask you, you know, like, what has it been like to watch this show kind of progress? I mean, I know it had the original production on Broadway so many years ago, but, uh, you know, to watch it go from the New York City Center version with a new cast, you know, Charlie came in, Gaten's not in, so Jake came in, um, and like some of the adults changed. Like, how did all of that kind of affect your performance or did it and did you kind of have to ignore any muscle memory to like choreography or whatever like what was just the whole process like for you with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, uh, it was super fun getting to welcome in new people to the cast um, and see like new takes on what we'd seen um, from City Center. Um, but just in general, watching the whole show evolve has been so cool. You know, we had Alfred Yuri in the room with us and there was like a couple of times where he was like writing down new scenes, like a couple different things um, changed completely. And it's just been really magical to see um, how all these new changes like benefit the show and our new cast of people. And, you know, we've had so much time that we didn't have at City Center um, to just fully dive into those relationships and um, really like explore new things. So that's been just it's been so amazing, really creating that community together and um, having that translate into our work on stage. You can just really feel the support from everyone around you. And um, 
Yeah, yeah. So really that cool. first day walking into City Center rehearsal, right? And you see Ben Platt, you see Michaela Diamond, you see Michael Arden, you see all of these, you see Gaten Matarazzo, you know, like all your, all the faves. And it's just like, holy cow. Like, what was that feeling? Did you, like, I feel like I would have been in a corner, you know, like what, what Oh my gosh, that? it was, we actually started our first day with um, tutoring, oh me gosh. and Aaron and Sophie back at was City Center. And yeah. Uh, yeah, Amy. Amy. Yeah, she's a couple. Love her. Um, and we went from that to they did like a meet and greet. And it was funny. I was all nervous before the first day. My mom was like, it's not like you're just going to walk into a room of all these people and like have to go mingle. And that's exactly what it was. We we walked up and we kind of we stayed together in our, our little group of three with Felicia, who was uh, Sophie's child guardian, and just kind of worked our way around talking to people and introducing ourselves to people and I remember just being so nervous and like so in awe of all these people and now I like walk by them on the street on the way to work and I'm like hey I'm like what what is this it's crazy so I don't know it was very surreal um seeing people you've seen either like on stage or on television like right there in front of you um and just realizing that they're all just people too you know Absolutely. Yeah, it was really cool. Erin, do you want to <laughs> add on to that? Yeah, um, I mean, it was so funny. The first day of City Center, Felicia actually, like, forced us to... She would, like, go up to people and be like, Hey, I'm Felicia. I'm the child guardian. Here are the kids that are in the show. They would love to meet you. Because yeah. we, were just, we were not having it. We were terrified. <laughs> but, I mean, it was so cool. And, like, fast forward to the revival that same day happening again but seeing like fewer people have to go through it but then everyone else knowing each other i just like really felt for everyone and i remember being so excited like seeing everybody and just it's so fun because everything has changed like my entire track changed yeah. during previews there was one day where michael was like actually no we're gonna change all your blocking and i was like oh cool 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 okay great thank you so much <laughs> we have a show tonight can't wait um so i mean just seeing looking back at like my script from city center i found it the other day and looking at it, the blocking written down and i was like none of this oh, wow. is the same and it's so funny and i'm so thankful that like the new people came in because like charlie and i have been friends since pretty much day one of the new revival and it was like it's so fun like looking back and i'm like wow it's been a long time <laughs> yeah i mean what it's been over a year right we're actually coming up on, at least for me, and I think Sophia, because she also turned it in a few days before it was due, but a year since we turned in our self-tapes for City oh, Center. Oh, wow. Crazy time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, like, for you two, like, what, was there, like, oh, like, after the City Center run, what was that? Like, you were just like, okay, like, see you guys hopefully one day, you know, you know, and, but then, like, a couple months later, you were like, oh, we're going to Broadway? Cool. Yeah, I mean, it was it was weird. There were definitely like rumors going around. Uh, there's one moment that I I really remember uh, standing in the wings, like I'm this little bit where I walk on during picture show, and I like mentioned to Brody like, oh, I'm sad it's over, and he was like, you're gonna do this show again. I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, it's so going to Broadway, like you're gonna do this again, and I was like, I don't know, because that was the first time someone had really been like, this is this is gonna oh, wow. you know stay, but it's gonna keep going, and um 
just, you know, it was kind of the waiting game. We, we finished the show and, you know, we moved back home and it was just like, what's going to happen? I remember like texting each other, like, have you heard anything? Like, Oh, I just got an email. Did you get an email? Did you get a call yet? And just like, you know, waiting it out. And, you know, it's actually funny. There were like TikTok videos too about like parade auditions. And I was like, are they replacing us? Right. Like what, what's happening? Like it Did was have to so nerve wracking, but Did y'all have huh? to re-audition? No. No, no, luckily. But um, yeah, once we finally got that call that it was going, it was such a relief and just such a celebration that we get to keep telling the story and see all of our friends again. And um, yeah, it was like a weight was totally lifted. It was no more like waiting and hoping. And yeah. <laughs> so Charlie, what was that experience like for you, you know, coming in fresh, I don't know, kind of as like the newbie, um, you know, coming into this cast in this show? I, uh, yeah, I was, I was really excited, but nervous at the same time, just cause sure. the material itself is just, it's just amazing. And, and walking in the first day and seeing literally like Jason Robert Brown and Alfred Urey yeah. and <laughs> I literally like, who was never heard of them? <laughs> exactly. Right. And, um, no, I just like, I really thought that I wasn't going to be in the loop or like a part of like any of the friend groups because i was just so new and i remember me and jake we had this conversation we were just like we're really nervous because like uh yeah what if everyone's like already has like inside jokes and they're already like they already have like a bunch of like cool stuff going on and we're kind of just here you know we're new but i remember like the first day like yeah some of like the people that i looked up to the most they just ended up coming up to me and just like kind of saying like hey like what's your name and just really talking to me and ask where I live and ask what my transition was like. And so it wasn't as scary as I thought, but I will say we had about 10 days, I think at new 42 and on the 10th day we recorded the cast album and that was oh God. absolutely insane. And there's always like so much you wish you could change, especially like listening back to the, the cast recording and it's like, Oh, I'm like doing so many like new things and, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I was super grateful for the way that it happened, but I did feel like, like I constantly was asking everybody, like, what do I do here? What, like, what's this track like? But thankfully, like my track was already kind of like, it was put in a certain direction. And there were a lot of things that were like changing and Michael, like definitely cut certain scenes that I was like in or added new things that like, or added a new character. And it was just, it was fun to uh, to pick up, but also like I'm I'm glad that there was already like kind of a track set in stone for me that it was already paved by, uh, you know Brody, and I think that it helped. But also like everyone was newing, everyone was learning something new. Um, Absolutely. And yeah, I think the third of the cast was actually new, um, whether they had transferred, like they had switched uh, to like new roles or uh whether like people had left or people that's what the statistic was i think uh justin scribner had told me um so yeah almost half the people were like learning something new so it was fun we all learned together it didn't really feel like i was singled out that much sure. i thought it was going to be but it wasn't like that no that's awesome good for you and what was it like going on for for frankie for jake this is a dream come true yeah right how cool is that you got to do it period I, I don't i don't think that um a lot of people know this but jake had he had like kind of i don't know uh he had hinted that he was just like going to see uh will his partner um you know in uh i think american in paris 
um, at the Cave Playhouse. And uh, he was just like, dude, like, do you want to go on? And usually people are not supposed to ask. They're kind of just supposed to let the stage manager know. But I was like, hell yeah. Like, (laughs) dude, are you kidding? And um, Jake, I, God, he is just, you know, I feel like if you try to compare yourself to like really great people, I feel like you're always going to let yourself down. And Jake is an amazing performer and even a better friend and i just i wanted to do something new with it and not really take it like from the standpoint that he was and just kind of making it your own and i feel like that's how everyone should do it under the certain circumstances that like michael wants you to like perform or like the choreography that you're given you know um and being able to play around with that and adding new like uh color in different places and also just trying it in my new way was super fun and it was super creative and i'm super glad i got the experience and like I seriously like, especially from like my background and growing up and my sister is wanting me to do theater. I never, ever, ever would have thought I would be playing a principal track on Broadway, yeah. um, let alone this early in my life. And I just, again, I feel super grateful. And it was, uh, like I said, the first one was like nerve wracking, but the second show was, was absolutely just like a roller coaster and it was super fun. Um, oh. yeah. That's awesome. Well, so well deserved, all of you guys. You guys deserve it all. You guys are killing it. I've got two final questions for you, and this is kind of like a reminiscing time to look back throughout the whole journey of just being like, you know, what do you think is like the biggest lesson that you've learned from this experience? I mean, it could be from something that a cast member taught you or just the experience itself, kind of like now that you've got a Broadway show under your belt. Uh, what, what do you think you're going to take away the most from this experience? I have something. Go for it's it. actually about uh, the audition process. Mm. Um, whoever is watching or, or listening to this, I would say, like, um, I, don't, I think that you can work as hard as you can and you can be as prepared as you can for an audition. But, like, at the end of the day, if you don't book something based off of, like, I don't know, uh, I don't know a certain look or a certain energy in the room, you seriously can't do anything about that. And like, I feel super lucky to be here because like there were like 30 other blonde hair, blue eyed tenor boys in that room. And it was just like, wow, I feel like I don't stand a chance. And being able to like find what's unique about you and bringing that out, even if it's something like you don't really love. I mean, like if it makes you unique, use it. And Mm. I would just say like a voice crack, or a missed line in an audition makes you more human than if you were to be like a robot and to come in there and to do everything pitch perfect and and just kind of be a robot. I don't know, like, I feel like uh, being human and creating a relationship is more important than um, being absolutely perfect in the room, especially if you have a callback because callbacks Mm. are like, it's just a workshop. I mean, like you, they already saw you audition and callbacks are really a time for you to just play around and have fun with people. And I didn't know that. And like, that's something I wish I knew. And that's something I try to like do whenever I go into auditions. It's just like, don't think about it as an audition. Think of it as like a workshop and like, I don't know, a fun experience. Yeah. You're in the room for a reason. They're seeing you for a reason. You know, like they've seen what you could do. They've seen what you look like from a headshot. You know, they're interested in you. So you kind of have to bring the best you to that day, you know, like and see how how it meshes. Um, that's great. That Thank you for sharing that. Erin, Sophia, good luck following that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, one of the things I think I'm going to really take away from this is actually something that Paul said to me recently. Um, me and Emily were pretty upset after our first, our last company meeting and he was giving us a hug and he was like, my girls, I'm going to miss you guys. And we were talking about like how sad we were that the show was ending and he I can't say it as beautifully as he did, but he was saying one of the most special things about this art form is that it's not forever. You know, it's everything that you do is in the moment. It's not infinite and it's, it's one second and then it will pass by. And that goes like both ways. If you have a not so great show, that's okay. It's over and you can do it again tomorrow. And if you do have a great show, you can hold on to that memory and use it in the future. And I think, um, I've just really learned from this experience to savor every moment and um, to just be grateful. Like, even if you're having a rough day and, you know, you sing your song and you're like, that wasn't my best, it's okay. Like, you did the thing, you told the story, that's what's important. And I mean, what other career gets to like finish their work day and have people like applaud yeah. for you and, and tell you how like inspiring and how you've changed their lives. And it's just, just remembering that, um, you know, we're so lucky to be where we are, and um, I'm just trying to soak it all in. Absolutely. That was great. Erin? Yeah. Um, for me, definitely um, more on, like, like the personal, not career-wise, just only you know who you truly are and who what you are mm. truly capable of. Um, I Throughout this process, I've got caught, caught up in the whole, like, oh but like if I do if I like do this note wrong like everyone's gonna like think I like can't do this or like if I do this or like hearing people's opinions about the show and about people's performances I tend to like get caught up in that and I'm like oh well they didn't think I'm good so I must not be good or or, or like oh well, they were having a bad day and like said I did this wrong so I must have done it wrong and I noticed that I've missed so much of this process just constantly worried about what other people thought about me as a person, as a performer, as Mary Fagan, since she is a real human. And just don't get caught up in that because, I mean, I'm the only person who knows who I truly am, what my true intentions are, what my capabilities are, and nobody else can change that no matter like what they say about you or, you know, all that stuff, especially like coming from somebody like coming out of high school who like you know, high school and middle school kids can be brutal and can ruin your self-image. And it's just something I've been trying to learn over the past few years. And I think this process has really kind of drilled it into me. And I can like proudly say that I'm going to college knowing who I am, which is yeah. not a lot of people can say. And so I'm like very thankful that this process taught me that. Oh, that's so good. Good for you. I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> good for you, though. Um, that's amazing. Do you guys have time for one more? I know I'm keeping you long. It's yeah. three of you. It's great. Um, <laughs> cool. So the last one, I guess I'll say is, you know, what are you going to miss the most? Or do you have a favorite moment in the show? Uh, it could be a ritual off stage. It could be a moment to perform. It could be just like an off stage moment. Like what? It may be a favorite memory. Even it could be like another question for it. What are you gonna miss? Obviously the people, but yeah, like so many no, things. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't know, and I keep coming back to this, but like seriously, like <laughs> the inside jokes and like the family aspect of it and just knowing that like I could walk into any dressing room 
on any floor and literally just be like welcomed with open arms if i'm having a good day if i'm having a bad day i can run downstairs and play cards with like all my friends and we you know like during like in between shows like all like i feel like the young people of the cast we all like play games or you know we'll do like fun stuff or we'll all like head over to like somebody's house and like do something and that's usually fun but like i just i yeah i think i'm gonna miss like i don't know being able to just i don't know have this sort of family with like everybody um mm. yeah it's kind of cliche but you know here we are hey. It's so real though. It's so real. But the good thing is is that you think you don't you're never gonna see these people again. I promise you, all of you, that you will. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's a small world. <laughs> yeah. Uh Sophia, Aaron. Um, I think I'm gonna just miss being surrounded by so much creative energy and um all these mentors all the time. It's it's so nice having like I don't know if this is the right word, but like so many resources, like all the time. Like if I have any question, like theater related or not theater related, there's like all these people here to support me and help me out. And um, I'm just, I'm really going to miss all of our, our special memories together and um, the community we've created and, and getting to share that, that story, like getting to end my day every day, um, just singing together with all these incredible people. Like there's just, there's something about that, the, you know, energy of, of being there together and taking it all in, taking our last bow. And um, yeah, I'm gonna miss that. I, I was trying to think of like the, the bigger picture of it all, but <laughs> my brain is like stuck on this one moment that I've never really thought about, but there's a moment in the show where um, it's like one of the only times that Ben is off stage, um, but it's right after I finished Frankie's testimony and he gets chased off by Frankie right before Factory Girls and come up to my office where we're both just kind of off stage right and he's preparing and no matter what he needs to do to prepare, he always either like grabs my hand or like holds me in a hug while he does his own thing just to know that like we're both there because he's on the whole other side of the uh, stage in his own dressing room and I like it's one of the only parts in the show where I'm like, okay, I'm in the show. I'm in it. Like I'm, I'm playing a ghost track, but people are here and it's without fail. Like it's always, even if he's like not wanting to interact with anybody that day, he'll like grab my pinky or like grab my finger, or like grab my hand or like put his hand on my shoulder. And it's just such a special like connection that I like Ben and I have had. And it's just, it's great and it's amazing and yeah i've never thought about that moment before but now it's like in my head and i realize that that happens every show so yeah i think i'll miss that moment the most out of everything if i'm being honest (laughs) that's so sweet well i'm i'm obsessed with the show i i love it i've seen it Uh, my roommate goes to see it like every week it seems Uh, (laughs) and uh I, 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 know. I saw it. He was texting me about it. I was like, "Oh my god, this is hilarious!" Um, so yeah, congrats, congrats. We we love the show. So many people love the show, um, and what you all are doing sometimes nine shows a week is just truly incredible. Um, so shout out to you and happy trails to y'all in parade craziness. Where can we? Where can anyone who's watching this like follow you guys and your next journeys uh, in in the in the world? <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram 
at Aaron Rose Lee, and then I'm on TikTok at Aaron Rose Doyle. You know. Period. <laughs> Sophia. Yeah, uh, my Instagram and TikTok, Sophia underscore Manicone. I'll probably like keep posting Amazing. updates on Charlie. there. Yeah. Yeah, you can check out my Instagram, Charlie Web Twelve, and then if you want headshots. Hit me up because I can give you headshots. Period. He's great. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> photography. I'm in the process of like I I I'm a, I have a studio and uh, I'm whenever I come back here like in the fall it's gonna be kind of like my muggle job shooting oh headshots Period. and going in for auditions. So it's uh I'm really excited and uh, no, there's just something about making people feel like really good about themselves and making them feel beautiful. It's awesome. So can that be the new thing? A muggle job instead of a survival a job? Can it be a muggle job? Right? <laughs> Coined by Charlie Webb. Um, we're gonna make it happen, guys. Um, well, I'll, I'll hit you up. Trust me. I'll, I'll, we're doing photos. Yeah, great. Love it, uh, Charlie. You should also drop the workout uh, that you do. Those arms are sick. Good for you. <laughs> you came on age, and I was like, "What? How am I the same age as this guy?" <laughs> it's, it's unreal. I feel like everybody has their own like way of like getting into shape and like not that you even need to like as a guy or you know like yeah i feel like michael was just like dude like you are you okay to take off your shirt and i was like yeah i'm cool with it but like for me actually i don't i've been to the gym once this is for six months i like for me what worked is uh calisthenics and uh using like a calorie deficient just making sure like oh, wow. the calories i was eating was just and it's just like scheduling and stuff like that but it's different for everybody so like don't feel whoever's watching don't feel like you need to like go to the gym like uh alex joseph grayson like all the time yeah. that man like that man is insane that man will get up do a workout have a show do another workout do another no. show and then go to bed. <laughs> i oh swear it's crazy and like he is a unit but i could never so whatever whatever like is comfortable for you <laughs> there you have it folks <laughs> amazing well thank you all so much you all have so much to take a bow for and uh thanks for joining us for your 10th bow of the week <laughs> thank, you. Yeah. thank you take a bow aaron rose doyle sophia manicone and charlie webb oh my god it's so fun to do multiple um performers on the episode it's i don't know i have a blast with it and it's a good one to watch on youtube that way it gets a little less confusing kind of like following each person's journey or see who's talking um but these three young performers are i mean young performers i mean like i'm the same age as them i don't mean to like say it like that but they are like young performers and it's really cool to like hear their outlook on on the industry and the what it's like to be in a Broadway show and all the things. Um, it's that like youthful energy that, you know, sometimes we have people that come on the show and it's like, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of heart and it's all of this. But even like with the hardships that the young uh, performers face, whether it is still managing school while doing a Broadway show and, and being away from your family for the first time and whatever it is, you know, we have this positive outlook on it and it's just an unforgettable experience. And we, tend to not lose sight of that as easily as some of the adult performers that we have on the show or that are just in this industry. And I don't mean to like knock anyone on that. Um, 
but it, it is i always just enjoy the the positive energy and the vibes and everything that we get from these types of interviews it's so much fun and uh you know they they've shared so many wonderful stories from their show and their time in the show it's uh crazy how you know so much can happen i mean it was a limited run but so much can happen in the span of that time and uh you know doing the show with so many legends and and learning from all of them and being being in that room is just a experience of a lifetime and something they'll that you don't you don't always get to experience. So, um, huge shout out to them and thank you to them for coming on here. Literally, they have nine shows this week, which is like not heard of uh, on Broadway. Usually, it's eight shows in six days, um, but they're doing nine this week for their final week. They're doing two show Wednesday, two show saturday sunday um and it's just bonkers so i'm so appreciative of their time today um that they're giving me after a broadway softball game uh, which is super fun and exciting and i love that uh aaron and charlie are both doing that so um shout out to all of them Shout out to the entire cast and company of Parade. I have so many friends in the show, so uh, I was excited to make some new ones today, but uh, also honor the show and all the friends in the show. So happy trails to everyone in Parade. Just love this show so much. And, uh, you know, can't wait to see what all of them do next because that entire cast will be on Broadway very, very soon uh, because they're all just so talented and they're all legends. So um, anyways, that's all that I have for you folks for this week's episode of Take a Bow. Thank you all so much for listening. I can't wait to uh, come on here next week with another very exciting episode with a great guest. And um, yeah, until then, I hope you all have a wonderful week and I will see you all next week. Bye, everyone. Have a great week. For this episode's Curtain Call, I would like to recognize a few people who also deserve to take a bow. This podcast would not be possible without the help from Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, Kimberly Garris, and the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Next in line to take a bow are our fabulous editors, Jessica Lauren, who edits the audio of the podcast that you just listened to, and Tessie Tokash, who edits the videos and visuals for this podcast. And how about a bow for our executive producer, Chris Griner? And our final bow are extra special to the patrons, Brian Thompson, Pat McNamara, the listeners of PCC, as well as all of the other patrons for their continued support. If you're interested in becoming a patron, go to patreon.com slash TAB. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure to subscribe on the platform that you are currently listening to this on, or go check out our YouTube where you can watch the episode. You can also subscribe, like, and comment on there as well. If you're more into the regular social media and want to follow us, you can do that at Take About Podcast across all social media platforms. The music of this podcast was made by Nikki Torsha and Cormac Collinon, and the logo was created by Giselle Bustos. And that wraps up this episode's Curtain Call. Thank you all again for listening to this week's episode, and I can't wait to see you next week. Bye, everyone. Have a great week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.